Yo. Jay Bragg, the illustrious one, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell, subscribe right now so you get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the Rundown segment here on the Bandwagon Radio, where I, myself, Jay Prag, sits down with artists across the globe, give them a chance to open up about their personal life, their music, and you know we gotta drop that new heat before the end of the show is out. Got a special guest we welcome into the Bandwagon today, hailing all the way from West Palm Beach, Florida. We got Nicki Monroe on the phone lines. Nicki Monroe, what's poppin'? What it do, what it do? Pleasure to have you on today on today's show. It's a pleasure to be here, man. Yeah, yeah. Had a chance to check out the new single, Hundred Rounds. We're going to talk about that. And, uh, of course, I'll let you introduce it a little later on in the show. And uh, I like to give artists a little feedback what I thought of the record. So, at some point, I'm going to give you some feedback what I thought of the record, just as a fan of music, all right? Okay, I appreciate that. Already, already. But first and foremost, we're going to open up for my listeners a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about Nicki Monroe. Are you originally from West Palm Beach, Florida? Yeah, born and raised. Born and raised, born and bred right there. So talk to us about growing up in that area and what that looked like. I mean, for the most part, Palm Beach is, is fine. You know, it's always, well, it's mainly sunny. The day I don't know what happened, but it's storming like a mug out. Uh, 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 usually, you know, it's, it's very sunny. And a lot of people travel out here. And, you know, I stayed pretty close to, like, the uh, city place and the Rapids Water Park. That's a theme park. People come all over, like, not even just from the U.S. Like, I've seen people from different countries coming in there. And I ain't even know. I'm, it's been down the street so long. I'm waiting in the line, and I hear the accent and stuff. So I'm like, oh, okay, what are you guys out here for? And they're like, the Rapids. I'm like, you came all the way down here for this? You know, but you know how it is when you're so used to something right. all the time. Like I said, I ride past it every day. But right. it is dope. I ain't going to lie. It's really, really dope out here. I right. love it. I love the scenery. Um, I wish the music scene would be a little better. You know, the clubs be popping, but as far as, like, let independent artists get on, we have to travel to like Miami or Fort Lauderdale or Orlando, stuff like that. That's where they show the most love. 
gotcha. surrounding gotcha. areas. But other than that, when you're trying to come vacate, get the tan, Palm Beach is it. Come lay on the beach. There's plenty of beaches. So, yeah. So a lot, around a lot of beaches, around the water, around a lot of, uh, I guess you could say, uh, people who are vacationing, you know, out-of-towners. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice place to come and network. Okay. So like next to South Beach, we, we, we up there. It is. It is. Okay. I want you to set the tone a little bit for our listeners so they kind of get an idea of your area, where you grew up, where you born and raised. You know what I'm saying? Get a little idea of West Palm Beach, Florida, what that scenery may look like. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you always got the fancy side of town, and then you got the hood. Okay, I'm talk to us. From the hood. Talk to us a little bit about that so, hood side of things. You know, it was a lot of a lot of stuff going on out there, man. It used to be like, back when I was growing up, it's not so much of now, but back when I was a jit, you seeing like people posted up on the blog, you know what I'm saying? A lot of hustlers, you see the donks. With the loud, you, you you hear the people before you see them. The music gets bumping. You know what I'm saying? Like chains, grills, dreads, all that stuff is like very typical here. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because when I travel to other areas, they look at it like it's so like, oh my god, look at your grills, look at your dreads. But down here, man, people have been doing that job so long. It's like the typical Palm Beach look. You feel me? So you know, you definitely. The environment just was very ratchet and hood. It was plenty of shootouts, broad daylight shootouts. But, you know, you got stuff like that going on up in Cali and Airwells, too, you know. But we just have, like, a certain southern grittiness to us. Like, it's just dirty. Hmm. They don't call us the dirty south for nothing. <laughs> right, right, right. Now, that I'm actually from uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Sounds very similar, you know what I'm saying, to how we, we came up. A lot of different beaches. You know, like you said, you got the shiny side of town and you got the, the dark side of town. You got the grills, the donks, loud music, yeah. the block jumping, shootouts. Yeah. yeah, all that, all that. All that sounds familiar. Dreads, gold grills. <laughs> yep. Same yep. in my city of Charleston, man. So a lot of similarities there. You know, I guess that's being the coastal. That could be a coastal thing, just being, you know, cities being yeah. on that coastal yeah. edge. And see, what I be seeing a lot of, not too like, People be wearing a lot of like tight clothes, man. Uh, and like yeah. <laughs> back then, it wasn't like that. Like everybody was baggy, bro. Like when I say like, nigga, you know you were like a, a medium. Why you got on a three X? You feel me? Like shirt just swallowing them, pants falling off. You feel me? And until they made it a law down here that actually you can um, I think you can get a ticket or arrested if you get caught with your pants out. I hear that. So, so it it slowed it down a lot, but you know, back then that was definitely the trend. You know what I'm saying? And now though, these newer generations, man, they pants so tight, boy, things just busting out that ain't supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> See everything you ain't even supposed to be seeing. Like, come on, now, come on. <laughs> Facts. Mm. All right. Talking to Nicki Monroe right now, West Palm Beach, Florida, on the phone lines. We got the new single out, 100 Rounds. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the single. Transitioning now, you're an artist. You, you, you've matured a lot now. You've seen a lot of things. Now you're putting it all into your music. What was the purpose of this particular record, 100 Rounds? Well, for 100 Rounds, my, my main message was, you know, 
I'm not against the, I ain't no goon, none of that, the, you know, I don't label myself as that. But, you know, like I say, I come from a ratchet city, so no matter whether you're doing good or bad, they're going to they gonna find something to hate on. Right. You know, and there's a lot of people, they want to threaten your life, and they want to take it, though. And I'm just letting them know, you feel me, like, I ain't no goon, but that don't mean I don't have goons in my circle. I ain't got to get my hands dirty just to get you put in the dirt, you mm-hmm. feel me? Mm-hmm. So that's that's basically what it is, you know. Okay. Just don't start no mess, won't be no mess. Mm. <laughs> so and you felt like that you definitely had to get that off your chest. Was it a, a personal situation that you encountered that made you want to go there, or was it just you in in general saying, you know what, let me put it out there that yo, I ain't got to get my hands dirty, but don't play over here. Yeah, no, definitely personal. Definitely okay. personal. So I an, had a lot an experience, of, a lot of hatred from people. I don't even really even know like that, you know. And it's like, y'all be coming at me all sideways and doing all these little subliminal posts and all of this and that, and I don't see none of that, mm. you feel me? But if you ever trying to take it down, you know, just know, nigga, I'm, I'm riding too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let it be known. I got a squad around. Facts. Now, what, what type of emotions or feelings did you kind of want from the listener, the person receiving the record or listening to the record? What did you want them to vibe out about the record? I mean, it, it, in reality, you know, I can't really dictate how people listen to my music and how they going to feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, because people here, we can be listening to the same track, but we, we both going to get a different message from it. Similar messages, but different messages. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, as long as they understand that, you know, that you got to stay squatted up. That's it. You know what I'm saying? However you rocking, some people might want to get their hand dirty and they still going to buy to that 100 rounds, 100 clips because that's what they riding with. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, I can't really dictate how or say, oh, I want them to feel like, I want them to feel however they felt when they heard me, mm-hmm. period. So it's up to your interpretation, in other words, the yeah. listener's yeah. interpretation. yeah. Yeah. Now, you got a very unique sound and style. Like, to what do you attribute that? What do you attribute that to, having this unique sound and, and, and an overall style about yourself? Would you say that's just your city and your area? Nah, definitely not. Because when people hear me, they don't even think that I'm from Florida like that. <laughs> they hear me talking, uh, you know, they hear the country and it's a little bit. They say I'm country. I don't think I'm country, but... When I go up north and stuff, they're like, oh, you got an accent. Like, you got an accent. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but, you got an um, accent to me. I think it's just because uh, I'm well-rounded with music. Like, mm. I don't just listen to one genre of music. I listen to all different styles of music. I like country. I like pop. I listen to a little bit of rock, you know mainly hip-hop and rap, but, you know, I blend a lot of... I li- My playlist is crazy. <laughs> so it's like, I listen to a lot of different styles of music, and I, I you know, I catch and I grasp a lot of uh, influence from them all, you know, whether it's from the instruments used in the beat, or if it's the delivery, or the pronunciation, or, you know, a lot with like twisting them. I love the way they flip the beat, twist them off, doesn't harm me. But I like the way Missy Elliott delivered her, her music and, you know, 
even though she's a female artist, she didn't have to use her body to, you know, make a name for herself. Right. She just gave them hard-hitting lyrics and hard-hitting visuals, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So, though they definitely helped inspire me. But then, like I say, I mean, I got a song that's out with this girl named Allegra Miles, and that's definitely not a, a hip-hop rap type track, because she's singing on it, but she got like a kind of pop rock blend to herself. You know what I'm saying? Type of vibe going on. And I, I just came on and I still did meet her. I, I never go out of element. I just always stick to my script. But I mean, I don't know. It just, I guess, all of it into one. And then my personal life experiences and me being into the music so long, it just helped me critique my craft. You right. know? So self critiquing, a lot of self uh, molding and development. Yes. Yes. And listening to a lot of different music. Like, I can't listen to just one style of music. And I think that's why my music is so diverse. Mm-hmm. For the simple fact that I listen to so many different styles. So it's like, I can't just be in one lane. I'm my own lane by itself. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're looking for somebody to give you an album that's going to have each track sounding like each other. Because I do that a lot. I listen to somebody's album. By the time I get to number six, I'm like, bro, then I just... <laughs> to this song. But, no, I didn't listen to that song, but they saying, you know, that's how you get on. All the music has to sound alike. That's what, well, sorry. I mean, if I don't get on, I don't. If I do, I do. But I'm going to do what I feel is best. And I like different styles of music. Mm-hmm. And I know it got to be other people like that who don't want to listen to an album that's sounding exactly the same. I don't want to have one emotion through the whole album. I want you to be able to have me on a roller coaster. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Give me that ride. So at the end of the ride, I'm like, ooh, that was bomb. So that, that's the type of energy I try to put out in my music to give to the fans. Now, that's dope that you even, you know, you dig that deep to know that your goal is not to be like everything else and everybody else. You have a goal of expanding your sound and making sure that you're touching multiple genres because you are interested in multiple genres. That's dope. I mean, take yourself outside of the box. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, facts. Facts. I'm not with that whole sounding the same either. I listen to every track. That's why I laughed earlier. I'm like, wow, yeah, that's that's dead on because it's like one long track. You're listening to somebody's yeah. project that has the <laughs> same sound. It's like one long ass song. It's like, hold up. Just like you said, that damn, didn't I hear this song already? Or is this yep. the same fucking song? How long is this song? Is it 10 minutes? This is, this is a 20 minute long song. What the fuck? <laughs> it's a whole nother song. <laughs> it's a whole nother record. you like confused. Yep. Now, talk to us a little bit about the new EP, The Elevation. What can, can fans expect from this project? Since you're saying that, you know, you you come from a place of liking different genres, can is that kind of what they can expect from the project? Different sounds? Yes, most definitely. Each track is completely different from the last. Nothing sounds the same. Nothing. It's five tracks. You know, I got my my roadmate go. That's bringing in the um EP, and then um I believe it's so tired after that, and then hundred rounds, and then Nikki's dangerous, and then humble. And basically, you know, each track is telling a story because, you know, I've been going through a lot of different things, a lot of different changes. Roll Make Go was really about, you know, 
I don't know where the road going to take me, but I just want to make sure that I stay in my lane and never stop driving. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay to go at my own speed. I'm not in competition or racing nobody but myself. Right. And that's the only person I'm trying to beat is my own, my old self. You know, and losing friends, people that surround your circle, you know, you think that's for you and they're not really for you. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes it's hard to let, let those friendships go. But in reality, you know, life has shown me once you let those let let those friends go, sometimes that's that weight you need lifted off your shoulder in order for you to elevate to the next level. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and then I'm um, so tired. That's just you know everybody getting tired. I've been grinding and grinding and grinding for a very long time. You know, and I've done a lot of things. I've gotten some recognition, but it's never been the recognition that I want. You know what I'm saying? But I do earn my respect. So that's why, you know, I still appreciate everything that I've done. But, you know, you just get tired because you, you wanted to speed it up a little bit and it just seemed like it ain't going the way that you wanted to go. The disrespect starts getting real serious out here, especially when people feel like, you know, they, they can't touch you or get on your level. Mm-hmm. I'm just tired of all of it. You know what I'm saying? But that don't mean I'm going to stop. That just means I'm going to keep going. And then, you know, the 100 rounds, we already spoke about that. And then Mickey's Dangerous, that's a collaboration track with a Jamaican artist named Mickey Green, and he's actually pretty bad on the track himself. Mm. So, you know, that's why I came up with the Mickey's Dangerous, because he's Mickey, I'm Mickey. We both dangerous on the tracks. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So Mickey's Dangerous, man. You can't you can't go wrong with Mickey, man. Nicki Minaj, <laughs> Nicki Monroe, Nicki Green, Nicki <laughs> is it. And then... um. Well, it's the fourth one again. Um, oh, that was the fourth one. So the fifth one is um, Humble. And I ended off the EP with that because, you know, no matter what you're doing, no matter what struggles you're going through, or even if you feel like you're making it and you're reaching that success, you just got to stay humble through the whole process because, you know, you never want to play yourself out of your next blessing by being too cocky or too arrogant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you got to right. stay level-minded throughout the whole situation. And that's why I named the album Elevation, because it's like you feel the elevation within each track. It just gets better and better. And it sounds like you're elevating. You know, it sounds like your story is even elevation of yourself and your your, your craft and your brand. Yes, definitely. Definitely. So it was just all around elevation, like I was saying, with with life and everything, because, you know, I, I I went through a lot of different things with experiencing homelessness and stuff like that. And, you know, when you're going through stuff like that, music is the last thing on your mind. Mm-hmm. But then there was a lot of different situations that kept dragging me back into it. And, you know, and the more music I made, the better it got. And then I started making beats of my own, and I actually made every beat on that, that album, actually. Okay. That's that's, so, that's some know, important information right there. That's I didn't it. catch that. What you say? No, I said that was definitely important to know right there that you produced a lot of uh, all of the production on him, all of the beats. Yeah, most definitely. That's dope. So yeah, so it was just an elevation, like I say, within myself, with building my life, building my craft, and just you know staying consistent all at the same time. Talking to Nicki Monroe right now, West Palm Beach, Florida on the phone lines. Talking about that new record, 100 Rounds, the new EP, Elevation. Um, talk to me about your name. Is that Where, where did the Nicki Monroe come from since we 
played off your name a second ago. Uh, where did the whole name come from, the idea and concept for your name? Okay, so Nikki's always been my name. That's been my name since childhood. Okay. Um, that's what my family called me. You know, they've been calling me Nikki. And back back in the day, you know, when I was like 17, I was calling myself a little more role killers. <laughs> mm. But, um, you know, as you get a little older and then you start getting into the music business, because it's one thing to be rapping and then you got business of music. Right. Once I started trying to get into music business, you know, I started hearing about the killer. Like, you know, back then, I mean, now the industry's so ratchet, you probably could get away with it. But back in the day, they like, nah, that's not marketable. Nobody's going to want to pick that up. Can you see Lil Monroe Killer on the billboard? Nah. <laughs> so then, you know, I was confused because now I'm like, dang, what am I going to change my name to? So then my mom, I was talking to my mom about it. She's a skit, so she's TikTok famous. You know, I'll check her out, too. Okay. And um, I was asking her, I'm like, yeah, man, I got to, you know, because that's when I was trying to register my name. So I'm like, I want to register my name, but I don't want to pick something that, you know, no label is going to want to pick up because of, you know, it's killing itself before I can even get it started. Right. And she was like, why don't you just call yourself Nikki Monroe? She's like, Nikki is who you are. And Monroe is where you're from, because I'm from Monroe Heights, and very be short. So that's how I came up with it. I'm like, that's, that's good, because mm-hmm. then I get to still be me and represent where I'm from all at the same, same time. time. So right, right, that's right. why I got Nikki Monroe. There it is. The birth of Nikki Monroe. There it is. Thanks. So, now, talk to us about like chasing your dreams, because I know you got a story, too, um, chasing your dreams while dealing with like losing loved ones um, we all go through life experiences and losing family members you know it's, it's a lot different when you're trying to build your career and build something from scratch and from start so talk to us a little bit about that experience and what it showed you and what it taught you well i mean like i said i lost a lot of people but at the level i'm at now it's it it really don't even matter. You know what I'm saying? Because those, for those people, like the most important person that I probably lost recently was my grandmother. Okay. And um, that's because she was a very important person to me. You know what I'm saying? Like I talked to her on the regular. She passed away a few years ago. But right before she passed away, you know, I hadn't been so busy into my own life and doing the music thing. You know, I kept putting her on the back burner, like, yeah, I'm going to hit her up tomorrow. I'm going to go stop by tomorrow. Okay, next week, next week. You know, and maybe like a month and a half, two months went by, and I hadn't talked to her. And then the next thing I know, I was getting a phone call that she was at ICU, and she was, wasn't was responding. Mm. So then um, at that moment, I literally dropped everything I had going on. I said, forget a show forget a studio, forget a song, forget it all. I need to be here for my family. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I ended up going to the hospital and I was there every day. They had her on a breathing machine and she couldn't breathe on her own. It was like two weeks. And the last day they were doing it, they were trying to say that they were going to take off the breathing machine to see if she could breathe on her own. And if not, they were just going to let her go. They wanted to do a tracheotomy, but she said she didn't like when she'd been told us this years ago. 
So, you know, you never want to go against their wishes, even though, you know, you want to keep them here. Right. And at that given moment, it was the day before her birthday that they were talking about pulling the, the tool from her. And that was the very first time I ever got on my knees and actually said a real, like, prayed from the heart. Because I'm, I'm big into my clothes and my shoes. I'm like, I ain't getting on no flow. You know what I'm saying? I ain't dirty in my pants. I ain't dirty. You know, but at that moment, I realized everything that I had been taking pride into was the least of right. things that I, I should have been caring about. Right. So, you know, that was the first time I ever got on my knees. And I mean, I prayed, I prayed hard, I cried. And, you know, I asked him to just give me, give me a chance to at least talk to her, you know, let her know that I love her. And the day of when they went to pull her tube, that's when um she she was breathing on her own. Right. So then I, I didn't even I didn't even stand in the room when they did it. I had went to Georgia, picked up my auntie, mind you, I'm in Florida, so it was a six and a half hour drive that we found down around two something in the afternoon. So I'm like, yo, I need to go pick up my aunt because that's her baby girl and she needs to be here just in case, you know, my grandma don't breathe on her own. She's gonna be hurt if she's not here. So I drove all the way up. I did a 12-hour drive there and back. And um, like I say, when they pulled the tube, she was breathing on her own, but I didn't even go in the room. And she, after they came out, they were like, Nikki, she's breathing, she's breathing. I'm like, what? So then I go in there. And, you know, I had been talking to her for the whole two weeks. She was she was out. Because, you know, they say that the brain still be working, working even though right. they're not responding, the brain still working. So when I walked in there, you know, I did my usual, hey, grandma, how you doing? And she looked over me and connected eyes with me. So then I'm like, wait a minute. I'm mm. like, you can hear me. I'm getting chills and I just think about it. And I'm like, you can hear me? <laughs> and she shook her head, yeah. And I just broke down and they had to take me out the room because she was finna start breaking down. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, it's okay, grandma. I'm just very happy that you are right, man. You're going to be good. You're going to be good. She she stayed with me a couple of more months after that, and every day, every other day, every day I was calling her, and, and every day or every other day I was at her house. Like I wasn't even playing, but she told me straight up, and she was like, "Nikki, you have a talent, baby." She was like, "I already lived my life. I'm at peace with God. You just go ahead and do what you need to do." It is, you know. And right then and there, that that taught me faith right. overall. Like, to see that hands-on, I knew anything is possible. Anything, especially through prayer. So that definitely helped build me a relationship and a bond with God. That's beautiful, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear that story. There's so many, like, blessings and beautiful things that just came out of that story and hearing that story. And I'm hoping even the listeners and the fans can connect more with you just off of that story and knowing your story more of, you know, why you're so passionate about the music and about doing what you're doing and and the blessing bestowed upon you, you know, from from Granny, you know, before she left this place, you know, and how she's pretty much told you, do it, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, it's almost like you have to honor those words, you know? Definitely. Like, you you have no choice right now. Yeah, it, man. In my that, mind, that was, that was the biggest. Right. That was the biggest loss that I took. And I've done shows at the Apollo. I've done shows in New York. I done been to Vegas. I done been a lot of places. But 
that is still the number one happiest moment in my life ever. Like, I've never felt so much joy to the point that you cry. And I used to hear people talk about it. Right. But I'm like, man, you know, I thought they just was, but no, nah, man, when, you, when that emotion hits you, mm-hmm. there's no running from it. Right. You got to accept it. You got to let it go. Definitely. Talking to Nikki Monroe right now, West Palm Beach, Florida. 100 Rounds is the single out right now. Um, as a matter of fact, let me give you a little feedback what I thought about the record before we get into the record, okay? Okay. All right, so this is my feedback, just what I thought about 100 Rounds. Uh, like I told you earlier, I thought you had a very unique sound overall. Uh, it's great energy and delivery on this record. I like how you rode the track. You got lyrics and bars, clearly. Um Nice up-tempo beat and production, uh, quality production on this. Like, very, very nice quality on this. I can tell you go for quality on your beats and production. Um, and, and you made this one, correct? You produced this one. Yeah. 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 Right, right. So, see, that's dope within itself that everything creatively that we're hearing on this on this song and this record is is you. Um, I thought it was nice lyrics and writing overall. Uh, I, I'm digging the, the, the southern twang and style. You know, that kind of shines through in, in, in your lyrics. Um, it, it's not overbearing, but I think it does give you enough. Uh, it gives enough uh, for, to the listener to let them know that, okay, that is a Southern artist. And I think that's beautiful because I'm a Southern talent myself. I love to rep the South. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with repping the South. So, but I think. Ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? But I do feel like some people or some artists will go. And, and over embellish their twang from whatever region they're from, and I like the fact that you don't, you didn't over embellish it. Like it was natural, it was calm release on your delivery. It wasn't like you were trying to over embellish your southern twang or being from Florida, you know. Because I hear that sometimes, even from be like I told you, I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. There's a lot of Charleston artists that come out to me and try to send me music. It's like they over embellish the twang or the geechiness. And it's like, to me, let that thing be natural. Let it naturally roll off. And, and you do the, you do your thing. Spit. You know what I'm saying? Go in on yeah. the on the record and let that so do we can itself. Understand. So we what can understand. Saying? Exactly. <laughs> because if you over embellish the twang of whatever your region is, sometimes it makes it hard for somebody on the West Coast to understand what you were saying. Or somebody in the Midwest to understand what you were saying. So, you know, say it clearly where the the listener can understand it but then let your natural twang do the rest you know what i'm saying you don't have to embellish that so i love how you were natural with your uh your dialect if you will i appreciate that respect respect so a lot of good things going on with the record 100 rounds um, of course people are going to put their ears to it in moments before they do that though a couple more questions for you um Real quickly, what does a recording session look like with you? Like, set the tone for us real quick. What does it look like to, in a recording session with Nicki Monroe? Set the scene. I mean, well, in reality, I'm always prepared to go. Like, I practice it so much to the point that I know exactly how I want it to be said and exactly how I want to deliver it. Cause you know, time is money, so I don't have time to waste. I'm not in the studio. Right. Just like, hold on, hold on, hold on, let me get it. Nah, 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 we're going to get this thing down. I let the, uh, I put the beats in, you know, the, the engineer has to get all the instruments, tune them up right. Because I do like a rough draft of it, and then they just, you know, clean it up for me to get the right sound. And then I go in there, and I drop my, drop whatever I'm doing, my hook and my verses, or if I'm just doing the verse, however, whatever it is, 
and then we go straight into the mixing because the mixing and the mastering process is what takes the longest. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely be trying to give them a lot of time to work with so that when I leave, I'm leaving with a good track that I can bump in my car and I'm not hearing no static, no cracks. But even when I'm on other people's songs, like, I ain't coming in there to waste no time. I'm coming in there to work because it's work. You know what I'm saying? So studio sessions will be pretty lit, though. Because they be like, dang, you went in there and just did what you... I mean, in my mind, I'm like, what else was I supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is what we came for. You right, know, like, right. But I've worked with other artists. You know, they be staggering and... You know, they trying to write lyrics in the studio. Like, I feel like you shouldn't even book no studio time if you ain't got what you're going to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? So all my engineers love working with me for the simple fact I'm always prepared. They know we finna put that work in. We ain't gonna be just sitting listening to the beat, killing time, wasting time. No, all, time is the most precious thing we got. That's something that you can't get back. You can get money back, shoes back, cars back, whatever. You can't get time back. Mm. So I like to use all my time very wisely. Well said. Well said, Nikki. Pleasure, pleasure. All right. Well, we're going to let these people put their ears to the record. How can they follow you real quick? Well, give them your social media handles. Okay. So, yeah, y'all can find me anywhere. I always tell people you can go right into your Google search bar and type in at I am Nikki Monroe. That is at I-A-M-N-I-C-K-Y-M-O-N-R-O-E. No spaces, no dashes, no nothing. There it is, man. Y'all about to put your ears to the new release. Go ahead, introduce the new single for the folk. Hey, man, shout out to Dan Wagon. We out here. Y'all finna check out this new track, Hunt It Round, by Nicky Monroe on Elevation with YouTube. Let's go. And it first for the first time right now, the Bandwagon Radio. Turn it up. Let it go. Right. 